Good morning. It is just a touch before 9.30 on the 27th of July. Walking along and I see what looks like toilet paper hanging from a guy's tree. I guess he got TP'd. TP'd, you get TP'd? Ah, uh, you got TP'd. Got toilet papered. It's not a thing that you see all that common. Because people are too busy derping around online, calling each other names if they're gonna do something kind of mean, but also kind of harmless. I guess that's kind of what online anything is like. I understand that it can be emotionally challenging to get harassed online. I've had people rip into me multiple times. Nowhere near as bad as it can get, that's for sure. I've never had death threats, not seriously. I, I think on 4chan or something people have said, oh, you should just go and die, you stupid faggot, or something like that, but I'm not taking that to heart. I'm not going, oh my goodness. Oh, they they said words and I should actually go and die now. No. There was some comedian, or maybe not a comedian, but somebody one time said, how are you getting so upset at things said on the internet? Just turn the computer off. And that's, it's true-ish, but at the same time, once you've read it, it's, it's too late to turn the computer off. Now... If you find yourself continually going to the internet or Twitter or some other place and you find yourself being harassed left and right, it's just a continual occurrence where you you just find yourself in this, this swirl of garbage. Yeah, maybe it'd be a good idea to consider getting out of that swirl. Sometimes you can't even tell that you're in this world, though. That's, that's part of the challenge. Sometimes if you're in the middle of a storm, you don't consider the possibility of leaving the storm. You just think, oh, this is just how it is. And that's the one thing that I... Yeesh. That's the one thing that I still don't know how to help somebody with, is how to help them identify that storm, that they're in a particular situation that might not be ideal, or that they might might benefit from getting out of. If if you cannot recognize that, and there's no sort of uh, compass guiding you in any direction, or there's no voice, or no nothing, well, I don't believe that there's nothing. I just believe that people can can get to a place where they can't hear it. And what do you do to, to get to a place where you can start hearing it? You know, I, I don't know. I, and, I, and I can't say... I, I'm in such a different place than everyone else on the planet. I mean, there's probably some people that aren't in all that different of a place than me. But my point is that every person's situation is unique. No, no two people have the exact same thing going on. And so for me to say, oh, this is what you do, well, 
Yeah, maybe that's what you do if you're in a place similar to where Dell's at. But what if you do? What do you do if you're in a place that's completely different from a place that Dell's at? I, I don't know. My wife, for example, she's a very different person than I am. Her her upbringing was quite different than mine. She had not the greatest childhood, to put it really, really, really mild. Um, she didn't have a steady parenting dynamic and that led to its own problems and then some of the the point is I had two parents for the most of my upbringing she didn't so that alone is going to have a pretty big difference on the people that we are she's well she's a female and I'm not so that there is going to have a pretty big impact on who we are and, and how we interact with the world. We see the world in very different ways. I'm not saying one's good and one's bad. I'm, I'm saying different. It's like saying a pine tree is different than a maple tree. Or you're saying the maple tree is better. But how did you come to that conclusion? Well, because you said it's different. No, I, what? I said it's different. I didn't say it was better. I just said it was different. Grass is different than bamboo. Well, which one's better? I... I don't know. If if you want a lawn and you want to play golf, then you probably would want to plant grass. But if you want to have some sort of a natural privacy fence, then you probably want bamboo. One grows tall and and thick, and the other one grows short and thick. So really depends on what you need. That's why this whole idea that recognizing the differences in women and men is a bad thing is absolutely preposterous it's no women are are good at some things and men are good at some other things that doesn't make one better or worse unless it's at those things i mean men are a hell of a lot better at lifting heavy things than women are oh you're saying women can't lift heavy things no i didn't i did not say women can't lift heavy things i said men are better at it women are a whole lot better at having babies here let's let's do one even more extreme Women are a lot better at producing milk out of their breasts than men are. And men are much better at squirting semen out of the tips of their penises than women are. Women can't do that very well, squirt semen out of the tips of their penises. No, they just, it's just something that, you know, they're, they're, they just can't, they haven't quite figured that one out yet. And men, just for, for I mean, for speaking personally here, I, I just I just don't know how to, I just haven't quite got the whole breast out of my out of my nipples thing down you know I just I haven't done it yet I once heard that men can produce milk and, and maybe that's maybe that is possible but it isn't happening any anywhere near as much as, as it's happening for women that's for damn sure So anyways, how did I get on this anyhow? I don't know. I guess I was talking about differences and how my wife and I are different, how we see the world differently, and how those differences mean that we're going to act and react to things differently. And how I interact and react is different than you. When I'm getting emotional and getting 
upset. I can see that happening and I can feel it happening. But I don't know that everyone can. I, I, I would like to think that a lot of people can. And I'd like to also think that a lot of people that can just ignore it, which means that they could not ignore it. They could listen to it, in other words. But I don't know if that's the case. There might be some people that have gotten so good, so damn skilled at ignoring the part of them that says, hey, something's a little amiss here, that they just don't hear it at all. Just period. And if that's the case, I, I don't know what to possibly tell that person. Again, I think that person's in the minority, but I don't know that to be true. I remember talking to my wife about this. She would get heated and bothered, and I'd say, okay, look, there's, there's one of two possibilities as far as I see it here. Either you can see yourself getting upset, even if it's a really far away, distant kind of seeing it. It's just sort of like, yeah, I, I guess I can, I can tell that I'm upset, or you can't. Either you're just completely blinded by it, or you're not. And she would say, well, you know, I'm not completely blinded to it, except once it's too late. And that I understood, because I'd been there. I have absolutely been there. When I was with my first girlfriend, I would... I would go, I would, I had these Jekyll and Hyde moments, as I called it. These situations or or spells, I don't know exactly how how to label it, where I'm not sure exactly what would, what would instigate these, these times, but I would get really, uh, unpleasant. I would say mean things, nasty things, things I didn't actually mean, but I was just trying to be hurtful. It was just sort of like, it was usually when I'd been caught in a lie, which I did a lot. I did a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of lying. And so when I'd get called on one of my lies or questioned about it or uh, something I had said was examined a little more closely than I wanted it to be, I would, I would lash out. And I would sort of go into this daze mode where I, I wasn't really thinking. I was just reacting, 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 like just saying things, just to be as, as cutting and mean and as, as gouging as I could. I'd pull up things that had been said in the past and things that had been said during moments of intimacy things of, of vulnerability and pull those out and throw it back in my girlfriend's face. I, I've done that one time with my wife and I saw myself saying it. I was like, don't, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And I just went ahead and did it anyways. And as soon as the words left my mouth, I was uh, n- not happy, not happy with myself. And I apologized, but it, at that point, once, once you've said it, it doesn't, the apology doesn't do a whole lot. It's sort of, why did you let yourself do that? It's not even, it's, the apology doesn't really do much for that person. They're sort of like, mm, you know, you, you kind of failed yourself there more than anything. Yeah, that, that stung, but man, 
to see you stoop to that level and allow yourself to stoop to that level, that's, that's kind of pathetic. And it was. It was completely pathetic. I will say that I'm, I'm glad to say, I'm glad to be able to say that I've never done that again um, with my wife. But it used to be a common occurrence with my first girlfriend, which is something that I routinely did. And she would ask me, do you remember saying this? Do you remember saying that? Do you remember doing this? Do you, do you remember saying these things? And I'd say, no. And that was the truth. I really didn't. I truly didn't remember saying the things that she was asking me about. And I, I, I almost thought that she was just making this stuff up. But then a piece of me would go, yeah, that seems, that seems right. I don't, I don't think she would make this up. I, don't, I definitely don't remember saying it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure she's not just pulling this out of her butt. So how do you get to a place where you can stop yourself from going into that Jekyll Hyde mode? How did I do it? Well, the loss of my first girlfriend was a very enlightening experience. It really, it, it wasn't fun. It took a real toll on me. Anybody that's gone through a breakup knows that, especially, well, like a legitimate breakup where you actually cared about the person and you, you didn't want to break up. It's not, it's not an exciting and fun thing. It's not like looking forward to and setting off on an adventure to Disneyland or some other place that you want to go to or, or your wedding day <clears throat> or the, the birth of your first child or, or second or third or whatever or going and winning the lottery because it's some unexpected thing. It's, it's, it's not like that. It's, it's, it's not like that at all. It's painful and it, and it hurts and it's, it starts tearing a piece of you out and very unpleasant. But the thing that I had to think about during that was, okay, something went wrong here. Either it was her or it was you. And since I can't change her, Let's try and figure out if there's anything that you did wrong. Because if there's even one thing that you did wrong, even one thing in the entirety of that relationship, and you can fix that one thing, well then you have a much better chance of getting with somebody and having a lasting relationship with them. All you got to do is fix that one thing and then find somebody that doesn't have all the other heirs. If a hundred things went wrong in a relationship and one of them was yours, this is the kind of logic I had. I don't remember thinking this exact thing, but it was along this line. If there was a hundred things that went wrong in that relationship and 99 of them were her, her doing, they were her fault, and one of them was your doing, then if you fix the one thing that you did, and find somebody that isn't going to do the 99 things that she did. Maybe they do 87 of those things. Maybe, maybe you can find somebody that only does 50 of those things. Heck, you know, in a perfect world, you'd be able to find somebody that does none of those things. If you could find, even, if you could find that, or even just the person that does 87 of those things, you're going to be in a much better position. You've fixed yourself and you found somebody that is, well, 12 points better than the last person whatever these points are, 12 mistakes less 
derped up than, than that other person. The truth of the situation was 99 of the things were my fault and one of them was hers. If, if we were going to count at all, if we were going to put it in any sort of metric. It definitely was not the entire... It, it definitely wasn't favoring me in terms of who, who had derped up the most. That was more my fault than anything. For sure. And so after I considered this, because, I mean, you've got to be really dishonest with yourself to leave a situation where things were bad and think that you were perfect, that you did absolutely nothing wrong. If you're fired from your job, you're, you're let go, the first thought that you should have is, is there anything that I could have done differently? I guess there's some people out there that don't think that way. They just go, it's all their fault. Nothing's ever my fault. I am completely perfect. And if that's how you think, boy, the world is just going to slap your dick off every time you turn around because it's just not how it works. You're not perfect. If you were perfect, why is your life not going perfectly? Unless it is. Unless it is. Unless you're that strange individual that has a perfect life, then, then you're not getting fired from your job. Everything is going perfect, and that's not a question that you ever have to wonder. I just, I just don't think that that's happening to anyone. I'm, I'm pretty sure every single person has at least one thing that they can improve on. Maybe they only brush their teeth once every other day. Everything else, though, they've got perfect. Their budget is perfect. They don't spend ever more than a dime that they need to. They manage their time perfectly. They, they treat other human beings with respect and dignity perfectly. I, maybe so. I just think that's very unlikely. And you could say, well, you're just speaking from your, your own perspective. You're right. I am. That's, that's exactly what I'm doing. Now I'm going to put this on hold so I can go in the store and buy some sandpaper. Alright, so I think I've got a little kind of word, picture, metaphor, analogy, whatever you want to call it, that may help myself and, I hope, you understand one way, I'm not going to say it's the way, one way of getting out of those loops that we find ourselves stuck in, those destructive patterns of, of getting upset and angry over and over and over again. And you find yourself, something's going on and it goes poorly and you're, you're mad at your, your wife or your, your co-worker, your daughter or yourself. That's probably the most common one is being upset with ourselves. So how do you get out of that? Well, here's the, the, the story that I was going to, or the little, yeah, I guess it's a story. Imagine you're... Imagine you're just cleaning your sink. Actually, 
Imagine your sink is, is, is stopped up. The water's not draining, okay? The water, it, it's, 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 or it's, it's draining slowly. So there's some, there's some sort of problem. You don't know what it is. You don't know if there's gobs of grease down there or maybe somebody tried to put an entire carrot down there and it's blocking things up. Who knows? Motor City Gas Whiskey. All you know is that there's a problem. That the water's not draining down the sink. So you go to your friendly hardware store and you say, hey, my sink stopped up. I gotta get it cleared up. I can't, I can't use it. This is a problem. Is there anything that you can uh, recommend that I do? And they go, well, yeah, we've got some drain cleaners you can dump down there. Uh, we've got, we've got these, some various snakes we've got these little wire things you can put down there these these various plastic things and you go okay you know uh i've heard of people using drain cleaners let me get one of those and they say okay well uh, yeah sure and uh you go when you find the most powerful one you go okay this one's 14.99 says liquid fire that seems like a good idea i'll get that you go home you read the instructions like okay all right dump down drain all right okay and you kind of skim over it, you dump down the drain, you let it wait a little bit until it runs and then flush it out with some water after, after it's got some time to sit in there and work, work its magic. Okay, cool. You dump it down the drain, eats away, does its thing, and your drain starts working again. Cool. But then you realize there's a whole lot of water coming out from under your cabinet. And you're going, oh, that doesn't seem right. So you open up your cabinets, you're looking under there, you move the cleaning supplies, the, the Bon Ami, the, the Clorox, the, the Windex, the, the extra paper towels, the trash bags, the whatever you've got down there, and you see there's a big old hole on the bottom of your, that little elbow called a P-trap that's got the little bend in it, where sometimes people think, sometimes people think that, that that is designed to catch your ring in case you drop your ring down there, and that is kind of a secondary feature of it, but it's not what it's there for. Anyways, I'm not going to tell you what it's there for. Well, I will. It's, it's, it's so that there's always some water in there. It stays trapped in there. And so gases, stinky gases, toxic gases, methane, whatnot, can't come back into your house, up out of the drain, and come wafting into the, the house. The water serves as a barrier for that. But now there's a, the, the bottom is completely eaten out. And you're thinking, oh, well, that's real good. What in the heck happened? I gotta go get a new, a new elbow. Okay, shut off the water. Put put a little bucket under there, a little Tupperware or something to catch all the water. Oh goodness, this was not part of what I was expecting my day to be like. So I'm gonna have to go and figure this out. So you go back to the hardware store and say, hey, yeah, so that drain cleaner that you gave me, and you know you were there just an hour ago and you talked to the same guy, and the guy goes, yeah, what about it? And he says, and you go, well, it, it ate a hole through the bottom of my the little the, the elbow thing oh the p-trap was it metal yeah it's metal why well i guess i should have asked or or yeah i sorry i, I didn't ask i i that stuff will eat right through metal if i had i assumed it would have been plastic so many so many homes use plastic now i just assumed it would have been plastic but i guess you've got i had a metal one and so you'll just have to replace it do you know if it's a inch and a quarter or inch and a half uh i i don't know did you bring in the old one no. Okay, well, here, you can buy both. They're only five bucks a piece and then return the one that you don't use. How's that? 
Yeah, okay, sure. You go home, you size up the one. Okay, well, it's not that one. That one's too small, inch and a quarter, definitely not it. Okay, let's try this one. Oh, an inch and a half, all right, that fits. And screws right in, okay, neat, right on. There we go, problem solved. Drain's cleared out, there you go. Now, why did I tell that whole story? Why did I explain all that stuff to you? The reason I did that is because somewhere along the line, a question wasn't asked by somebody. Some things weren't figured out. Now, the important thing to all of this is that the person that caused the problem or that the problem happened to, however you want to look at it, the person that was trying to fix their drain, needs to look back on the past couple of hours and evaluate the various things that they could do different the next time that situation happens or a situation like it because the exact same situation probably won't happen but one similar to it very well could maybe next time it's not their kitchen drain but their bathroom drain so the next time they go into the hardware store if they've done their due diligence if they've considered the areas that they missed up, they might go into the hardware store and say, hey, so I took some pictures under my, my, my kitchen sink. It's backed up. I had this happen to my kitchen about a year and a half ago, and I found out after the fact that you don't want to use some of these potent drain cleaners or any of them, I guess, in metal P-traps. Now you know the nomenclature, you know the proper term. And the hardware guy goes, that's right, correct, absolutely. You go, well, I took a picture of my P-trap under my bathroom sink. And as far as I can tell, it's plastic. Does that look plastic to you? Yeah, that's definitely plastic, white PVC. Okay, well, I want to clean it out. It's a little, it's not totally stopped up. It's nowhere near as bad as my kitchen was. But uh, there, it's, it's just, it's not draining as, as well as it could. All right, well, do you want to use a drain cleaner? Well, I don't know. What do you recommend? Do you think I should just replace the P-trap? Do you think I should um, get some sort of a, a cleaning tool? Or do you think that the, a drain cleaner is the way to go? Well, you know, I would try one of these hair grabber puller things, go that route first, and uh, that might solve your problem. If it does, then your problem solved. But if it doesn't, then you can use this, this, uh, this, this drain cleaner here. I would not recommend one of the heavier duty ones. I would just get one of this more, the more mild foaming kind, kind of thumbs up in there and that should handle your problem. All right, okay, cool. See, what you did there is bring in more information that you did last time. Because last time, things went poorly and you realized that. Now, let's put this into a situation where you're with a friend. You're talking with your friend, your friend says something, and it's kind of upsetting. You're not happy about it. Let's say, uh, let's say you and, you and he had plans to go somewhere, and he was gonna pick you up, and you guys were gonna go out, and you're gonna hang out with some girls. <laughs> and your friend calls you up about an hour before you're supposed to go, and he goes, hey man, uh, so, Julie, she just does. Julie and, and Becky were gonna go out with you guys. You were gonna hang out with, with Becky and he was gonna hang out with Julie. It was gonna be kind of a double day, but you're still not exactly dating. It's more just kind of like friends hanging out, but definitely there's more interest on your part with Becky and he's got more interest in Julie and, and 
the, the, the same feeling is reciprocated on the girls' ends towards the respective fellows. Yeah, so uh, Julie called me, and she was actually hoping that just her and I could hang out. And dude, I, I'm, I know this probably isn't going to be cool because you were wanting to see Becky, but uh, you know, man, I, I really, I just would like to have some time alone with, with Julie. It'd be really cool. And you're thinking, what the heck? I wanted to hang out with Becky. And she lives all the way across town. It's not like I can just walk 15 miles over there. The bus doesn't come out here to this part of this area. And, and I, I, I'm not driving or I don't have a car or the car's in the shop or or I don't have gas or who knows, some reason. I can't, I can't drive. Not able to drive. It's not an option this time. So you're, you're pissed off. And you go, dude, you know what? Maybe there's been some other little things that you're not super happy about with the guy. Maybe he's flaked on you a couple times. And you just, you just kind of rip into him. You go, you know what, man? I don't fucking understand this. Every time we want to try and do something together, you're always bailing. He's like, what, man? I'm not always bailing. Okay, what about the last time? You're going to pick me up and we're going to go to Taco Bell. And then you just didn't pick me up. And you went with Justin and Tanner and had a great time. And there was pictures all over Instagram. And you sent me all these pictures. So you remember that I'm a person, but you didn't remember to pick me up. Oh, dude, I told you. I just completely forgot. And then once we were there and we were already eating, I just thought it'd be funny to send you some pictures. Because I, you know, I guess I kind of felt bad, but I didn't want to just totally leave you out. Yeah, well, dude, uh, you know, I... I don't really know if I can hang out with you anymore because I'm just, I'm kind of sick of this. What, dude? Can't hang out with me anymore? What the hell? What are you even saying right now? I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to have to have some time and I'm going to have to think about this. And then you hang up and you're like, wait, what did I just say? I've known that guy for five years. And did I just tell him that I'm not going to be his friend anymore? Is that what I just did? What the heck? Now, you might not have that thought is the thing. You might not think anything like that. You might just go, yeah, fuck that guy, and just walk off and go somewhere else and, and have a sandwich and then turn on a movie and just push it away. and Whatever, problem solved. I, I'm not able to hang out with Becky, and this guy's being kind of a tool, and fuck it. I'm done with that. But anytime you feel that emotional center of yourself get off center... That's a really good indication of a time to take a pause and reevaluate some things and kind of think some things over and go, okay, whoa, what just happened there? Why did this, why did my sink break? Why did my sink stop draining? Why did water start leaking out of the bottom of my sink when I put the thing to fix the sink? I put the, the stuff in the sink. Or just now. I dropped my mic and dragged on the ground a little bit. How'd that happen? Well, it was clipped on my shirt, but my shirt is a little bit tighter than would otherwise be helpful for a clip to hold on to because my ripping chest just holds the, the shirt at its absolute capacity. Just can't contain or barely can contain me. Ah, too much me and too little shirt. What will it do? Drop the mic, apparently. No, it's kind of a combination of things. Shirt that fits snug and uh, not a super tight clip. And then me twisting and turning as I 
stepped up onto this ledge. Anyhow, so you, you consider how things happened. What happened? What, what did I just do there? Why did I say this to my friend? And if you ask yourself questions and you're honest about it, so you start out with, wait a second, what just happened there? And you go through it very literally. You don't, you don't go, well, my friend is a jerk and he, no, 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 no. What happened exactly? Okay, I was sitting in the kitchen looking out the window. Go even further. I was watching a bird. It was at the bird bath. It was splashing around and I think it might have been a, a, a red-breasted cooper duper. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. My dad's a bird fanatic and he's told me about those red-breasted cooper dupers. Pretty sure that's what it was, splashing around in the water. What a neat bird. I love how they sound. Okay, so I'm sitting there watching the Cooper Duper, and uh, <clears throat> Tony calls me up. Ring, ring. I see it's Tony, and I'm thinking, oh, cool. He's on his way. He must be on his way to come and pick me up, and we're going to go, and we're going to go hang out with the girls. I'm going to get some time with, with Becky, and he'll be able to spend some time with Julie. Hot dog. I'm ready. And I was all prepared to go. I had already taken a shower. I had some cologne on. It was looking nice, smelling good. I was excited. I was looking forward to it. Becky just texted me and said, looking forward to tonight. And that made me super excited. And then Tony calls me up. I see it's Tony and I answer. And he tells me he's not gonna pick me up. Well, no, that's not exactly what he said. What did he say? He said that he'd like to have some alone time with, with Julie, okay? And how did you respond? Poorly. What does that mean? Well, it means that I was uh, more rude than maybe I would have liked to have been. And why were you rude? Because I was upset. And why were you upset? because I wasn't going to be able to hang out with, with Becky like I wanted to. Do you know that you couldn't have hung out with Becky? Did Tony say he wasn't going to pick you up? Hmm. No, I guess not. He told me he would like to hang out with Julie by himself. Well, did you ask if you could come along anyways and that if maybe they could just tweak the plans, like he could pick you up? Did you, did you try? No. No, I didn't try. Okay. Could you have tried? I, I don't see why I couldn't have tried. Okay, why didn't you try? Uh, well, I guess I, I assumed that he had already made up his mind and, and definitely wasn't gonna pick me up. And since I was upset by that, I, um, I just kind of lashed out. And do you think that that was a, a productive way to go about things? Do you think that that helped strengthen your friendship? Do you think that was a good idea to do? Uh, no. No, I don't. Okay. Is there anything you can do about that now? Well, I guess I could call Tony up and tell him I'm sorry for lashing out at him like that. Okay, do you want to do that? Well, I don't know if I want to do it. Does it seem like the right thing to do? Yeah, it does seem like the right thing to do. Okay, are you going to do it? Yeah, 
yeah, I'll do it. See, when you ask yourself questions, why did that happen? Why was I feeling this way? How come? And you get really literal about it. You get really specific. You can solve a lot of problems. But you have to ask yourself questions. You can't just sit there and go, you're dumb. You shouldn't have done that. That was bad. That doesn't help anything. You're like, okay, I'd... you just told me a bunch of stuff, but I, don't, I didn't really hear anything. But when you ask yourself a question, you discover all kinds of things. Okay, I'm going to take off. Uh, I'm going to go home and have a lovely day, I hope. All right, bye-bye. I love you.